This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. analysis with over 70 years combined experience this is the bob ryan and jeff goodman podcast nba some college a little bit of everything you know what can i say but it wasn't going to happen here with him i was okay with it because it wasn't about talent i didn't think all right let's get right to it okay we got the holiday edition we got bob ryan we got jeff goodman gary tangwa here it's time to talk some nba it's time to talk some hoops and again, we are driven by Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL, bowl season to esports. That's right, esports. A lot to do today, as always. Going to get into the business side of things with the NBA a little bit too. Some mind boggling numbers to share with you. But first of all, let's start with the Celtics. Bob, we'll kick things off with you. They're 22 and nine, they're 500 in their last 10. They had a couple of losses to the Orlando Magic. Uh, they were a juggernaut, and when Robert Williams came back, everything was supposed to get even better. What's going on with the green? Uh, number one, the Robert Williams thing, any, anybody who has any common sense about sports knows that you don't expect him to come back as a rocket ship, that he's going to come back and, 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 and be gradually you know, better and better, presumably. I mean, that's what I would assume anyway. I didn't expect him to be a miracle worker. I'm glad to have him back. I thought there'd be an, uh, issues of you know, playing time and all that. That's something that Joe Mazzola is going to have to sort out. It's good to have him back. Uh, and and here, let me just say to this, when they were at their peak, which was the leading Phoenix by 45 points in the third quarter uh, two weeks ago, uh, that was all well and good. They were knocking down threes better than anybody in the league. Uh, and yet, and you have if you know basketball, and you you know that that team was fine. That team wasn't winning the championship. The only Celtic team in the 2023 that can win a championship will have Robert Williams in the starting lineup. Period. There were that that isn't that we we have not seen the the team that we need to see to win the championship. Concurrent with that, uh, as much as they were relying on their offense last year, they were big on defense, and this year they're a lot less. And yeah. and this is we knew there was going to be a a, a big transition period for Joe Missoula that when, when you know, that life wasn't going to be all bullet cherries uh, and, and it's not now. So this is now we're going to find out what he can bring to the table as a coach. Um, the three point thing thing they lived. Or have we, I'll pose a rhetorical question. Have they gotten to the point where it's live by the three, die by the three. That's who they are. If they don't make threes, they can't win a game because if that's the case, they better learn a plan B. And, and so, you know, we, this is a little more reality that, that they were, yeah, they were surreal at the time, and but I now I still like them. They still have, I think, as good a ten man roster as any team in the league. Right, and and um, you know they've still got Tatum and Brown and Smart and yada yada. Um, so um, but this is a cri- not a crisis, but uh, a um, uh, what's the word we want to use to describe what this means for Joe Mazzulla? You know, it's not a crisis, but it's a challenge. It's, it's a, yeah, a turning point. Kind of a turning point. A little yeah. bit, a little bit of a turning point because if this snowballs then you're going to hear people start to question uh joe missoula but i'm kind of with bob here like i'm not going to get ahead of myself 
They haven't shot the ball well from three. I mean, look at the, the two games against Orlando. 12 for 47, 11 for 46. That's a shit ton of three-pointers, right? <laughs> if you're not making them. Right. And, and one of them came without Jason Tatum, right? One of, the, 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 the game that you thought would wake him up came without Tatum. And they should win it without Tatum against a, a crappy Orlando team. At home. But at home. And, and again, uh, uh, you know, you, you just lost to this crappy team. But I, I think it does say something also about the fact that, you know, these people talk about Jalen Brown as the number one guy. I don't think he can be the number one guy for, no. for, a, good, for a really good team. I don't. I, I think he right. needs Jason Tatum. And games like this illustrate that, that he's not because then right. they game plan for Jalen Brown. They're not right. game planning for Jason Tatum. It's very different. So I think we saw that in the last game as kind of a one-off. Hopefully Tatum doesn't miss, uh, and I don't think he will miss much more time, if if any more time. But again, like you said, Bob, you shouldn't be relying on the three when you have a team like this. Like this is right. a team that they got guys that can score in different ways. You don't need to rely on the three with Malcolm Brogdon and Tatum right. and Jalen Brown. Exactly. They're not one-dimensional, you know, three-point shooters. You don't have it's not like you have Kyle Corver on this team. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, right. I mean, although Sam Hauser for a while was Kyle Corver, but, yeah. you know, and I still think he's a very, gonna, very poor man's version. I still think he's going to be an asset, but yeah, but he's gone cold and, and, and he sure. does bring it a whole lot of other things to the table. Uh, one thing that I just got to, because I'm getting a little email, not flack, but, you know, uh, the, you know, legitimate queries from people. Jason Tatum missed the game because of the, is it due the birthday party? That's what my daughter told me. I didn't see Bruce's that. It's his birthday party? Now, you know, we, we don't know. And I'm careful. I said to people, here's the deal. I mean, not here's the deal, but here's a possible deal. Very few 24-year-olds in this country have custody of a five-year-old child. 24-year-old males, excuse me. Very few. This We don't have any idea what brought this about, what his family and the dynamic is that brought this about. And how we know he's attached to that young man. And all that, and 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 that's. But there's. It's just saying. People are saying. But birthday party? You know. I don't know. I, and I'm not. I'm not saying this. Others are saying. And and you know, it, it's a weird. It's always been a weird part of the Jason Tatum story. Is was how Tatum not there? Was he not even in attendance for the game? No, he wasn't I, there. Not. I, I don't know. I'm asking because this birthday party thing is true, and that's why he was there. So anyway. That's got people scratching their heads and 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 about you know the yes you can be a great father but but the, the five year old doesn't you know hey well we'll celebrate next week <laughs> you know you know anyway I just had I'm it's out there I'm just telling you it's floating out there that's all. When yeah, I, I mean, look the, at, the only thing I'll at, say to that Gary Gary what? the only thing I'll say to that is like I get it uh, but but so many of these players are doing this load management thing all the time Tatum really hasn't done that so no. they probably could have called it load management. The only difference is, again, I, I don't know if he was there or not. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know if he was uh, sitting on the bench. Probably not. It sounds like he probably didn't make it to the arena. No. Um, I, I get it. I mean, listen, I understand it. I'm one. This never would have happened years ago. No. Well, that, that's it. see, that's the context that it, right. which people threw it back at me because yeah. I I wrote a column two weeks ago. Where's he fit? You know, where's he starting to fit in the whole scheme of things for the Celtics history and mm. starting with the MVP discussion of this year? Blah blah. And, and, you know, and then so, well, you know, uh, you know, you imagine the old days with 
guys sitting, you know, you know, it's one of those days things. That's all, you know. Uh, so anyway, the, the Celtics have hit a stumbling block. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a challenge. It's definitely Joe Missoula's first challenge. This is, this is uh, something that he's got to, you know, address uh, and, and uh, not let it get too far out of hand. Uh, that's for sure. I think they'll be okay. And this is why they fixed it before. Now they did it with Ime. Now we'll see if they're mature enough to do it either on their own or if Missoula can do it. We have seen them fix themselves before. I think that this is a case of maybe they got a little lazy, they got a little cocky, things were going too good, and that's fine. Based on the adjustments we've seen this team make before, I have every bit of confidence that they will adjust. And they- I, I, I don't think they will be a live by the three, die by the three team. And, and Bob's right. I mean, you guys are right. You can't win a title that way. Tatum can get to the hoop. Brown can get to the hoop. You've got other players involved. I believe they'll fix it. What this reminds me of is, and people will say, oh, this is an excuse. They're still young, you know? They're still a little immature in all this where, hey, everything's going great. We're great. No one can beat us. We can mail it in. And I think that that's what we have just seen. And I believe they'll fix it, Bob. Well, they got two wise old heads in there that hopefully can can spread some wisdom in that subject in Horford and Griffin. So, uh, you know, Griffin, so we'll see. They and do Brogdon's it. no young kid either. No, no but you know what, guys? Brogdon's 29. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But, Jeff, I also think that when you have, you know, especially a guy like Tatum who is a superstar, the vets can only tell him so much. 100%. I, you know, I mean, this is yep. kind of like, yep. you know, you could tell your kid, like, okay, I have teenagers, you know, they just got to experience it. Yeah. And I think no, you're that, right. And, you know, and Missoula's got to figure out also how he can hold these guys accountable. They haven't had right. a stretch like this before. It might be a good thing for Joe Missoula that it happens now. Oh, we thought it well, would happen yeah. even I mean, earlier. There had to be a market correction. Right. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. Right. I mean, there's no question. But we thought it would happen, you know, a month ago, really. The fact right. that it got to this point and, and they've struggled, it took this long to lose four of five is shocking without Robert Williams. Right. You know, yeah. and, and, right. And, and you had other teams gunning for him, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and they got, you know, I think they'll be fine. I, I If they don't fix it, I will be extremely disappointed. But I think it. Jeff's a good, got a good point, you know, about the defense. You know, that's the thing we forget about a lot is the reason that they did so well in the second half last year and in the playoffs because they played D, you know, and that's still, to me, the, the, the thing that they need to do. And they should be better. Ultimately, sure. now you get Robert Williams back, you should you should well, be better defensively. It's just going to take some time. And you have a deeper bench, so you should be fresher. Right. Uh, yeah, that, uh, yep. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, just before we exit this, uh, they, they played Orlando, and I uh, have a question for Jeff. Is is the Rookie of the Year race over? Over. Over. Okay. It was over <laughs> before the season began, as long as Paulo stayed healthy. Yeah. He, 
I mean, I, I, we probably go back to to some of our podcasts we did months ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you watch him, you're watching a grown man, and honestly, he has looked like that since he was like 16 years old. Yeah, that's the first it. time I saw him at USA Basketball in Colorado Springs, I was like, no way. Like this kid looked like Chris Weber again. <laughs> I, my comparison was always Chris Weber, but not Chris Weber at Michigan. Chris Weber after he had been in the NBA for like 10 years. That's how Paolo's body looks. He's a grown man. So there's only so he's going to get his numbers no matter what, because he is so big and strong and athletic. None of that. Well, he'll fill out thing. Yeah. No, <laughs> none we, we, oh, yeah. He'll fill out. Don't worry. Don't worry. He'll, he'll get... Before we move on to some mind boggling numbers, I have to tell you that Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts okay when i saw these numbers i i had to check my eyes here so (laughs) the phoenix suns along with the mercury the wnba team they're going to be up for sale for four billion four billion dollars and i did a little research and i don't bob has looked too uh when gaston don gaston bought the team and that was in 83 The Celtics were purchased for $18 million. $18 million. Wick and Steve bought the team in 2002 for $360 million. Okay. The Phoenix Suns that are not the Boston Celtics are on the block for $4 billion. Jeff, I'll start with you. None of us are Wall Street guys, and I'm not asking anybody to break down the numbers, but can you just explain why you feel the popularity of this NBA juggernaut has just gone through the roof? I mean, it's marketing, right? I mean, that that's the biggest thing, what they've been able to do for this league and, and market it. Um, you know, you're seeing, obviously, you know, similar scale and the way it's it's progressing in, in some of the other leagues as well, NFL. Oh, look at the NFL. Right, even more so, but this one is mind-boggling. Um, and 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 again, you know, the, the interesting part for me is that the guy uh, Matt Ispia, who's going to buy the Suns, played four years for Tom Izzo. He was a walk-on and played for Izzo for four years. Izzo's talked to me about him countless times. In fact, we just talked about him in the off-season because of NIL, and he said. Matt Ispia wants to help me as much as possible. He'll give me whatever I need for NIL, but I don't really want to go that route, right? I don't want to be that guy that's just throwing money uh, to everybody in the transfer portal. And Izzo didn't even go in the transfer for- portal, but Ispia is a guy who took over his dad's company um, years ago, United, what's it wholesale called? Wholesale Mortgage. Wholesale Mortgage. United Wholesale Mortgage. Yeah, and, and it was like nothing. He what? took it over when it was like a mom and pop type company. And has grown it into the biggest wholesale mortgage company in the country. And he, he's obviously a huge hoops fan. Because, again, he played, didn't really play, but he was on that national title team. 
for Michigan State. Went to, I think, three Final Fours when he was there. Yeah. So he's got, a, 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 obviously, a basketball interest. Uh, but, yeah, the numbers are mind-boggling, Gary. But, again, it's, it's you know, it start, obviously David Stern was was huge in, in in all this and you know the 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 players have gotten to a point I mean again where they are mega stars now everybody it doesn't even matter good players on shitty teams are mega stars now sure. well it's so, international though too Jeff yeah you know, yeah the now, international were, flavor when you were citing Gary the uh no, the the escalation of yeah crisis of, of the Celtics uh, Robert Sarver, we got to talk about why this team's for sale anyway. Robert Sarver uh, paid a $401 million month, right. uh, in 2004, and Matt Ishbia is supposedly going to pay for, for but, but, but a B billion. And that's a rather rapid escalation in, in uh, uh, that time, I would say. Less than 20 years, right? Now, Forbes has put them at uh, as the 13th most valuable franchise at $2.7 billion. And yet Matt Ishbia is willing to pay $4 billion uh, total. His, now that look at the, the Suns, who are the Suns? They, 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 uh, they have never won a title. They've been to two finals, 1976 and 1993. Uh, they've been, you know, they were their first professional franchise in the Valley of the Sun, the first major league franchise. And, and um, you know, they're well-rooted in the, in the, in the community, I'd say, but, but, Really, this is just, a, a, to me, a testament to one man's zeal, Z-E-A-L, zeal. Well, uh, I, mean, I mean, even then, Bob, so say they're valued at $2.7 billion. Maybe he's overpaying, but he's a he's a bright guy, <laughs> uh, and he sees the future. And again, to me, the the audience has just grown to the point that this is not the, the Van Arsdale Phoenix Suns anymore, Bob. Right? Or the Westfall. Um, or, or the Adams. Westfall, right, or the Alvin Adams. But or even the Barclay. When, you look, when you look at the NBA product... <laughs> It's not the United States. We're talking. That's why I said in our pre-show meeting, when I look at the NBA, I put them in the same class as a Netflix, uh, as an HBO, as I mean, all of these huge entertainment conglomerates, mm. because they are. Because, like for example, like Netflix is in ninety countries. So isn't the NBA? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and this and this is a sport now at the NFL. And 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 I think Jeff maybe has seen this more like maybe with the college like guys that are coming from Europe to play in college and you know and they're only here now they're probably going to go right from Europe to the G League or whatever but you know the NFL has tried to become an international sport and it hasn't it's okay you know they've got fans around the world but not like the NBA well I mean the NBA for Spain Germany any of the Eastern European countries <laughs> um, Asia. Uh, what Yao Ming did for this team. I mean, the NBA's audience is the entire planet. As you you hit one of the two important nails on the head with how we got here, what the germination of all this was one. You said David Stern. You're damn right it was David Stern that 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 ushered this right. league into a whole new realm. That we're, uh, And number two, Dream Team. Never underestimate the, the global impact of the Dream Team. Huge. And, and so we're going to get to another a manifestation of it in Dallas, Texas, uh, before we're done here. And, and that's all due to the dream team, in my opinion. So those two things, but David Stern could never get enough credit. And, and, and his great thing in this regard 
And I'm a, I'm a, I fess up, I'm a big David guy. So I, I know he wasn't for some people the most, you know, charming guy, but he was for me. Anyway, David Stern uh, asked questions. He never walked into these kind of matters thinking he knew everything. He wanted to pick the best brains. He wanted to talk to other commissioners. He wanted to talk to them. He, he, uh, and he eschewed the word marketing. He, 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 you know, as a sense, it wasn't he, but he, in fact, was the driving force of, in terms of uplifting, lifting the NBA and, you know, uplifting them economically and setting all these forces in motion, believe me. And don't we still, at least I feel, and there's more parity now, we'll get to LeBron in a minute. And obviously Michael Jordan had a huge impact on this as well. Um, You know, Larry and Magic got it going. Magic, a wonderful personality. Uh, Larry, yeah, not so much, but when you put him with Magic, it worked. Uh, they're a good duo. And then you have Michael Jordan. Um, you know, but this, oh God, I had, a, I was on a roll too with this and I had a great thought and it just left my mind. But anyways, it'll, it'll probably, oh, I, come, it'll probably come back to me in a minute. I tell you how I'd love to pick brain today on this matter and be Jerry Colangelo because, you yeah. know, he, he, he is the great, great godfather of the Phoenix franchise. I right. mean, he, 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 he was there at the beginning and 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 wound up getting he went from general managing to owning basically you know? <laughs> and, and, and anyway, what what he's thinking about what where did this get wow you know where's my where's my cut you know? where's my cut well like you said the crazy part is it's not like this franchise has been uh, overly successful and it's just no no they've four, never four scaled billion. the mountaintop and, I, and, I remember my point i had a great point it just came oh. back to me thank you I think the league is still awesome. I think the league is still great. The NFL this year, down, down. The NFL's quality has been down. The NHL has never been able to take off, even with international stars, the way people wanted it to. Major League Baseball, it's too slow. The younger generation doesn't care. The NBA has gone through this maturation financially. I still think it's a great league. I think it's better than ever. Well, yeah, I don't know about better than ever. I, I'm not sure I'd say better than ever. I, I just feel like the only thing to me is, like, the offense is so ridiculous. And um, I, I hate to be the old guy like Bob here. I am the old guy like Bob. Maybe not quite as old, but um, the, the three-pointers. It's it's It can be a little too much right now. You know, the lack of defense, the inflated numbers offensively, like when when a guy is averaging twenty five a game, twenty five years ago you were like, holy crap! Like twenty five a game. Now it's like you know somebody scores twenty five, it's no big deal anymore. This would be a good jumping off point, guys, for me to get my little point in that I wanted to bring about what a strange, what an interesting week it's been for individual accomplishment and for yes. team, team accomplishment. Ahead. In this league, let's talk a little basketball. I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I, the, the number, the money thing, just I, my head yeah. just spins. Okay. Since we last convened, uh, Devin Booker had a 58-point game in a four-point victory. Now, that that's impressive. impressive. Yeah. Uh, Nikola Jokic had a historic 40-point, 27-rebound, 10-assist, triple-double. Jordan Poole, yeah. who, has been, who started off the season uh, you know, subpar, had 48 Sunday against Toronto. And the Minnesota Timberwolves scored 150 against Chicago in regulation, shooting 65% and 23 for 43 on threes. 
So uh, and 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 even Chris Paul dusted it off with twenty eight and a comeback victory. Uh, anyway, so it just plays into what you were just saying, Jeff, about the offense, you know, and all, uh, and and that we're going to get you. These numbers are the kind of numbers we're seeing, you know. So that's are all they going to change? Like my question is, in in five ten years, is it going to slow down? It can't keep going at this pace. I mean, it can't, can it? Um, we we have people that. All across America and in the world, kids are practicing shooting three pointers. And, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I, I worried about this 40 years ago, no, almost 50, uh, that there was a up the 70s were an offensive decade. Go look it up. And uh, uh, that the league would perfect itself out of existence. I thought there was the offense was so good at that time and in the old way, you know. Then we hit the the ice age of the 90s, you know, when when we had finals in which you, you no one ever broke 100. You know, hard to imagine now for people that, or, or, you know, coming of age of, at this point in time, but the, go go back and look it up, guys. What the NBA was like in that bull zero, you know, that that was an awful ice age of the NBA. Anyway, great question, Jeff. No, we don't know. It's a great uh, a great unknown. People love um, offense, though, guys. They, 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 I, 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 I want to throw okay. <clears throat> casual fans, too, Jeff. Casual I want an in between. I want an in between. Of course, you want balance. Let's meet with the threes. I want balance. You yeah. know, I want balance. I want. I, 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 to have some threes, yep. but you know, let's have some post play. Let's, uh, you know, oh, well, rather. Um, okay. Hey, but since we last convened, <coughs> uh, two rather major figures uh, have uh, exited uh, the scene. Uh, one, Steph Curry, presumably not for too, too long. But the other one, it's just, you know what, with this guy, when the season starts, you turn the hourglass over, right? Anthony Davis, let me give you the numbers. In the three years as a Laker, out of 292 potential appearances, he's made 101. Oof. Oh. And now he's all out indefinitely. It's so, and with, and while he's playing the best ball of his career, he, you, know, you got to feel for Anthony Davis. You think he wants to do this? You think he wants to be labeled like this? You think he he, he wants to be go? What, he's just coming off in a, a tremendous run, reminding yep. you how good he is, why he belongs in the top 75, or, or maybe exit in the top 50 or 25. Who knows? But not if you can't get on the floor. 101 out of 292 was a Laker. Yeah, he um I'd love to say I was surprised by this, but again, no. look at the body frame. And and again, it's not like I don't think Anthony Davis is soft. I don't. I think some people might try to call him soft. I don't think Anthony Davis is soft. I just think his body frame, you know, like we looked at Kevin Durant. He's been hurt a lot too, but but he's he's managed to kind of avoid, you know, for the first part of his career, he was healthy for the most part. Yeah, and, then, and then yeah, he's gotten older. He's he's obviously had some key injuries. Anthony Davis, it, it just feels like it's been again in New Orleans, he was fairly healthy for the most part. He was playing, you know, 65 uh games a year every year, I think, until the last year in New Orleans when didn't he sit out at the end? That was when he kind of sat. Yeah, right. And, That's when they right, right. When they, they said they, I wasn't playing. I'm I'm done. He had a phantom injury. He had the t shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. But but, but yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like his body frame is not able to to withhold. I mean, look at the last injury, how it happened. In the you ever seen anything like that, Bob, where he gets hurt in the air? Yeah. His his foot leg hits somebody else's leg and he sprains like badly sprains an ankle in the air. No, no, you don't see that. That's that's something we've never seen. No, I know it's a shame too. I mean, I want to start with that. It's a, that you feel bad for him, 
uh, you've obviously you're a great kid, like a great, great, great guy too. And what a wonderful player, you know, he's just, it's all, it's everybody's loss, especially his, uh, you know, so. Well, and it's LeBron's loss too. Oh God. Yeah. Let's face it. Like they had a chance, at least they had a chance to make things interesting, right? right? Like with, with, with AD playing the way he was, you know, LeBron, you're not going to win anything. You're not winning a title, but, you know, can you get to the playoffs and make things interesting for a series or two? Let me give you the starting lineup on, on a 119-117 victory over Washington the other night. Uh, Lonnie Walker, Thomas Bryant, Austin Reeves, Dennis Schroeder, and, oh, yeah, with 38 points, the grand old man. Uh, it was going to turn 30, what, uh, on, on December 30th. I've lost track already. But, uh, anyway. That's the, the lineup, and that that that's. I mean, that's like a that's like a G League lineup, and 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 in what people would have thought if I had told you Austin Reeves would be starting for the the Lakers oh. a few years ago, you would have said you're crazy. Thomas Bryant, same thing. Lonnie Walker, actually, he came in with a lot of hype, but you know he didn't really do anything in college. Um, so yeah, you 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 honestly would have said. Well, I mean, it, that it's. And, yeah, and and, and LeBron and, and, LeBron turns 38, 38. and Thomas Bryant's defense if you will not that he needs defense from anybody or me but uh he's kind of flown under my own personal radar i looked him up and the fact is that he averaged 14 points a game two years ago for the for the wizards i didn't know that i just didn't he you know the wizards have become the the ultimate the 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 dictionary definition of of forgotten and mediocre mediocre right i mean this has been going on too you're being going on we're talking yeah. 40 years since they were relevant right 40 40 excuse me 43 they they want they won it in 48 and 78 and they you lost the notice when in they were known as, when they were known as the bullets when they were the washington bullets yeah yes with, with the but kevin anyway, greevies of the world uh before i want to throw one thing in for guys uh because we are an all-encompassing sport uh basketball uh you know forum if you will uh Offer condolences, uh, on, I think, on our unit behalf to the family of uh, Lewis Orr. Yeah. Uh, and I, I go, you know, the, the heyday of the Big East and the Syracuse uh, teams. Yeah. Uh, the, check out the tributes he's getting from people. Check out Tara Sullivan's column uh, today in the Boston Globe and the reference she makes to what Beheim had to say about Lewis Orr as a person. Uh, and, and all the tributes that he's getting as a good guy and a, and a, and a, and a, a you know, uh, going way too soon at 55, but uh, I got to tell you a funny, the funny thing. Um, I was at a gathering uh, uh, last night, a globe gathering, a, a, a non annual holiday gathering that they have. And, and uh, uh, I went up to Dan Shaughnessy and I said, okay, uh, I'm going to, you, what's the one word you think of with Lewis Orr? He said, Gandhi, the, the, the Nick, the Nick, the Celtics had nicknamed him Gandhi because he, the movie came out. And Ben Kingsley, he looked the, the same head shape. He looked exactly like Ben Kingsley. Long, yeah. Gandhi. Yeah, yeah. And so in in Boston, in, in the Celtic world, he's known as Gandhi. But, I, I, you know. Class, as class as class gets, Bob, I got a chance to know him, obviously, because he's coaching Seton Hall, uh, Bowling Green for a while. Uh, the nicest guy when I heard, I heard this about two weeks ago to the day that he was in hospice. I was down at Jimmy B in, in New York. And somebody told me that he was in hospice. And oh yeah. Made a few calls that, that he had cancer and it, it was not good. And, and so our condolences to the or family and, and uh, uh, it's a, it's a loss to the basketball community, Lewis or. 
Well, gentlemen, any other thoughts or should we call it a day there? I'm just checking my uh, my roster here. I think I, I made all my salient points, Gary. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm good. I'm I'm fighting this uh this this cough for two weeks now. I know Bob's fighting a back injury. We're we're trying to get through this winter. But we're gamers, Jeff. We are. We are. We're gamers. We're gamers. I'm just, I'm You're hanging out. in. No, we're not. No. No soft label on us. Right. No. None of that. Right. No. All right, gentlemen. Uh, enjoy the holiday. And Happy holidays to everybody. Yes. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays, everyone. That'll See do it soon. for the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangwear, along for the ride. Zoom and podcast brought to you by Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting this season. See you later, everybody.